0: Curious timing, as the Brits put it. Russian spies infiltrating international databases searching for a vaccine. The U.S., Canada, U.K., all saying it's true. Russia denies it. Twitter accounts hacked. Something smells fishy. As medical groups and research teams are scrambling to find and deliver a vaccine to the novel COVID-19 virus, they aren't only facing the threat of the clock. The longer we go without a vaccine, the longer we remain in limbo, hoping to dispel the pandemic by practicing safety guidelines. Now a new threat, spies, suspected to be Russian. But why? Oxford has been willing to share information for the common good. Why send spies to extract data. It's all curious, especially with the reports of a number of high-profile accounts hacked and used to scam thousands on Twitter. Sin is curious, too. He who thinks he stands, take heed. You might fall. Sin is creeping, but praise the Lord, Christ crushed its head. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And here it is Friday, and we're completing a series called Kids Need Grace Too. Where does the power to obey God come from? Is there something in you and me that can muster up enough strength to actually follow Jesus? The more I read my Bible, the more I see that it's not by might nor by power, but by the strength of the Spirit. So if we don't have the power to obey and be a good person, why do we expect our children to be good on their own? In a moment, we'll be hearing from a mother of three young boys in Walla Walla, Washington, as she shares about the joys and the challenges of grace-filled parenting. And we'll look more at what the Bible teaches us about this as well. But first, All week, we've been thinking about this theme that kids need grace to. We've been hearing from my friend, Nashville musician, Randall Goodgame, who of course is a Christian. He's also a father of three. And for the last decade, he's dedicated himself to writing music and now creating TV shows that help kids, parents too, see the difference between moralism and living by grace. I asked Randall if he could describe the purpose of his mission.
1: The very first thing you have to reckon with is how much you need Jesus and his his role in my life isn't to come in and help me in areas but to completely take over and reign as Lord, um Lord and Saviour and king, and so my my the whole rest of my human life will be spent learning how to do that more and more and more, and part of what we try to lead kids into with what we do with slugs and bugs. Um, and particularly this, this TV show, is work out specific individual ways where that happens. So we, we you know, like you were asking, you know, the difference between someone saying, well, what I really want to be is a good person, um, and what I really want to be is someone that follows Jesus. Because someone that follows Jesus already knows they're not a good person. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. not like we want our kids to, you know, flagellate and... and and you know, roll in sackcloth and ashes, but we do want them to acknowledge that I am a sinner in need of a savior, and here he is. And that immediately raises all these questions for how to live. And what we want to do with Slugs and Bugs is begin to guide them along the path to, um, by, through modeling of what that looks like.
0: Randall Goodgate talking with us about his mission with Slugs and Bugs for the last decade. When you watch his new TV show, you'll see it is an extension of these gospel truths. Yes, it's fun, sometimes a little silly, puppets, special guests like Sally Lloyd-Jones. But when you watch the 13-episode collection of the Slugs and Bugs show, you and the kids in your life will see Randall's mission lived out on your screen. And this will lead your family to great conversations about the gospel. And if you'd just like to try out the first three episodes, we have that on a single DVD. Just call us after the program at 800 654 2836. 800 654 2836. Or go online and watch samples from this fun show. See the puppets listen to the music, and then make your minimum gift at haventoday.org. haventoday.org. And if you'd like us to send this directly to a child or family in your life, just send us their name along with their address, and we'll mail it directly to them with no extra shipping. And now let's start the program with a song opening by Matt Mayer.
2: come. Grace is more Grace is found Is where you are Where you stand, I'll fall on you Jesus, you're my Oh God,
0: how I need you A prayerful song from the heart, Lord I need you Something every Christian should be praying daily Matt Mayer and this is Haven Today and I'm Charles Morris No one ever said it's hard to share grace with our kids But it's really hard for grown-ups, grown children, to find grace sometimes and understand what it really is. Well, we're doing a Kids Need Grace 2 series this week here on Haven Today, and we're going to the Washington state town of Walla Walla, known for its sweet onions. And on with us is Cami Panther. She's a doctor's wife, and uh, she homeschools her kids. And Cami, I want to welcome you for the first time to Haven Today.
3: Thank you, Charles. I'm really excited to be here.
0: All right. Share a little story with me because you're on the front line, you homeschool, and you're trying to teach your kids what grace is with the grace of the Lord at work in you, I might add as well.
3: Amen to that. That's really what it comes down to. And I feel like God gives us these challenges with our children, and he, he allows things to be really hard so that we need to rely on him in every instance. So one little story um, just is about me not knowing how to solve a parenting problem and a behavior in my child that just came up over and over and over again. And I you know, was seeking advice from friends, what should I do? And every person I talked to said, you need to pray with your child and ask mm-hmm. for God's help. And so whenever the behavior would come up, we would just stop and pray together and ask for god's help because power to obey does not come from within <laughs> any sort of self-willpower this puffs up pride that's mm-hmm. the result so um we would do that over and over again god we need your help to obey the power to obey comes from you and so then this little child when he would struggle with behavior things he would run to me and say mom Please pray with me. And just him directing that and knowing that the power to obey comes from the Spirit. Um, is just a mark of it's just amazing how God worked in him in that way.
0: How old is this son of yours?
3: This son is now eight years old. But this really was like the four-year-old era, you know, yeah, where you're yeah. just in the thick of it.
0: Well, what a beautiful story that your son would want to come to you and ask for you to pray with him to serve the Lord and love the Lord with all his heart. He may be eight, but he can still be a little rascal, can't he? Truly. Well, that's great. Cammie, your family enjoys what we're talking about this week you guys have not only heard sing the bible the music of randall good game but you've been watching this tv series what do you think
3: well we love randall good game to start with so my children already know him his voice and just his silly nature and so they were hooked from the beginning and excited for the series because they know randall um, but they have just absolutely loved the program And it has been a great way to just encourage conversation in our family.
0: Do you think having it on video is a bit more powerful than just listening to him on recordings then and his music?
3: Very much so. I think our children are a part of a generation that is especially uh, drawn to visual image. And so, you know, to hold their attention, video is, is awesome for that.
0: Great. Cammy Panther, Walla Walla, Washington, thank you for sharing a little bit out of your family and uh, how you share grace with us here on the program. Stay with me. I'm going to have you pray before the program ends. Power to obey does not come from within. Now, that's a good word for us to remember as adults. But children need to be taught this as well because they're sinners also in need of a Savior. But so often, we think that only pointing out our kids' faults will get them to change, to be better. And of course, we need to discipline our children. That's biblical as well. But how easy it is to forget that they need a foundation of grace. We could be like Steve Martin in the old family movie, Cheaper by the Dozen, sometimes. All right,
4: enough is enough. You're slacking on your chores. You're fighting in school. Things are out of control. As of this moment, you are all grounded. What's grounded? What's grounded? I'll tell you what grounded is. Except for attending games. You go to school, you come home from school, you do your homework, you do your chores, you go to bed, and that's it.
0: Playing the role of Tom Baker, Steve Martin in Cheaper by the Dozen. I haven't seen that in a while. In fact, I've just rented it for my wife and myself to see this weekend. He was telling his kids, enough is enough. If you're a parent, I'm sure you can relate. It's easy to tick off all the things our kids do wrong. Talking and talking about this and that failure. But what if we directed all that talking to the Lord instead? What if instead of telling our kids what they've done wrong we model for them how to take our sins to the lord what a chance that becomes to teach our children that god is our heavenly father that he's kind he loves us he even hears our prayers and over time maybe that will demonstrate that the power to obey really doesn't come from inside us but from the spirit we just need to ask it reminds me of 1st Thessalonians 5 Here, Paul commands believers in Jesus to do all sorts of things. But notice what he says about prayer. I'll pick it up at verse 13. Live in peace with each other. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive, encourage the disheartened, help the weak, be patient with everyone, make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. First Thessalonians 5:13 through 15 Paul, of course, is talking directly to Christians in the church, but elsewhere he compares the church to a home, calling it the household of faith. And so these words are helpful as we think about what Christian homes might look like. Who doesn't want brothers and sisters to live in peace with each other? How important is it to teach our kids not to repay wrong with wrong? I wish I'd done that more often, if I'm honest. But notice what Paul also commands. Pray continually. Or, as the King James Bible puts it, pray without ceasing If we have any hope of obeying the commands of our Lord, we must learn to pray. And of course, if our children are to learn that the power to obey comes from the Lord, they'll have to learn to pray as well. Parents, we need to show them the way. And we can show them because Christ has opened a new and living way into the Lord's presence. Our prayers are heard because Christ has brought us to the Father. By his death and resurrection, he's made us pure so that we can approach the Lord on his throne in heaven, not as the one who condemns, but as our father. It's such a privilege to pray, and we can't forget this. Picture the last thing your child did that went against the rules of your home. How did you respond? Could prayer become a regular part of your response? You might think, but then I would spend the whole day praying well indeed you might and if so then you're doing exactly what paul wanted you to do pray without ceasing of course we'll fail daily we fail our kids we'll forget that scripture tells us not to be overbearing towards our children but what we do with that failure could make all the difference our children are watching us let's show them that when we've messed up again as parents We run right to the Father. And over time, with the Spirit's help, we'll see fruit. It's the fruit that comes from knowing you're a sinner too. Knowing that your children need grace just as much as you and that they need Christ more than they need you. It's the fruit of the Spirit that comes when we cast ourselves at the foot of the cross every day. We need him. Like the song we sang earlier, we need him every hour. And guess what? Our children need Him too. They need His presence. They need His grace. And we can praise the Lord that He promised to always answer when we call and that we can trust in Him. Trust in the Lord with all
1: your heart and lean not on your own understanding.
2: In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. Sing with me from the book of wisdom, Proverbs. Chapter 3 Sing together And remember Come and sing with me Trust the Lord Trust in the Lord i yeah. in I'm the
0: Another song that Randall Goodgame did with the African Children's Choir from his very first Sing the Bible album with words from Proverbs 3. You're listening to Haven Today in a program called Kids Need Grace Too. Earlier, we heard from a mom in Walla Walla, Washington, and I asked Cammie Panther to stick around and lead us in prayer that we would all lead the children in our lives to grace Cammy, would you mind doing that now?
3: I'd be delighted to. Oh, Heavenly Father, you are glorious in all of your ways. And you so tenderly guide us um, to the throne of grace. And we ask God that you would draw us there and draw us there with our children. Help us to, um, to share the grace that we've been given from you with our children we know that all good things cr- come from you and the power to obey is through you and through your spirit help us lord we we trust in you and we ask these things in your son's name amen
0: amen well cammy shared with me off microphone that all three of her boys have watched and enjoyed the slugs and bugs show by randall goodgame she told me she loves the fact that she can give her boys some screen time that they enjoy, and she knows it'll lead them to Jesus. And that's exactly why Randall created the program, along with a producer from VeggieTales.
2: It's a great day for the Slugs and Bugs Show. It's gonna be hot fives and hugs. Oh,
0: the Slugs oh, and Bugs Show. Yes, it's fun. It has oh, the charm of Mr. Rogers meets Sesame Street, but what I love... What Cammie loves, what so many parents say they love about it, is that it's a show that's full of grace. And that's important for us to hear today. With lockdowns happening again all over North America because of COVID-19, kids are spending more time on screens. And so much of what you find streaming or broadcasting these days is, well, frankly, unbiblical. Won't you help the children in your life this summer? find gospel-rich entertainment like the Slugs and Bugs show, I'd like to send you the complete 13-episode collection for your minimum gift to help support us during our lean summer months. And if you'd like to have us send it directly to loved ones at another address, just give us their names and where to send it, and we'll mail it out to them with free shipping. Why don't you call us right now at 800 654 That's 800-654-2836. Or better yet, go online, go to our website, watch samples from this fun show, see the puppets and the sets, and watch the action. Remember, if you'd like to just try out the first three episodes, we have that on a single DVD for your gift of any amount. Here's our website, haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Dot org, And as we're starting our weekend here, let me remind you that we still have the epic World War II story of the Corrie ten Boom radio drama called The Hiding Place. Ask about that when you get in touch with us or read about it when you go to our website. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. Won't you come back again next Monday when again we get together and share together the great story. That's all about Jesus, here on Haven Today.
4: Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. In early 2018, the Oxford English Dictionary added the word hangry, a combination of hungry and angry. And while the term may be new, The dangers of being hangry are even in the Bible. Like in Exodus chapter 16, where the nation of Israel grumbles against Moses and God, saying, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. Well that was foolish, hangry talk. God knew their needs. He already had a plan, but he wanted them to know that he and he alone was their provider. Get daily insights into God's Word with Anchor Devotional. Visit getanchor.com.